Hi, this is Money Honestly. I'm Jana Heron, and today I have Denitza Tekova, one of the reporters for my team at Yahoo Money and Cache, joining us. We'll be talking about the future of working from home. Denitza, I mean, first off, I could say you're working from home. I'm working from home. We're doing this. We've been doing it, what, for three, more than three months now. So we're probably like a lot of the rest of the country. Can you tell us a little bit about how many people are actually working from home during this pandemic? Yeah, for sure. First, thanks for having me. And yeah, remote work has been increasing dramatically. Like from some of the data we have is that around 13% of the U.S. workforce was working remotely before the pandemic started. And now it's more than half of the workforce. So 56%. That's not now, sorry, but it's in April. But still, a really big part of the workforce is working from home. It's something unprecedented, something that hasn't happened before. Uh, But this is also the data before most of the offices started reopening. And with that really big growth in remote work, we've heard a lot about remote work is the future. Work is forever changed. There will be no more of these kind of big commercial offices we see in places like New York City. And there have been a lot of uh, really big statements that it's too early to say, but, you know, it, it may be the case. And even now, when some states are reopening, we still see a lot of companies having very generous policies in terms of uh, remote work. Even when offices reopening, employers are very careful and give a lot of flexibility to their employees about returning home. We see some tech giants like Twitter, Facebook, Shopify, even offering a permanent remote work options, which we can definitely attribute to the pandemic. Uh, They're also, Facebook, for example, is aggressively opening up remote hiring. And Mark Zuckerberg said that in the last, in the next five to 10 years, 50% of Facebook's workforce is going to work remotely. So yeah, there, there have been a lot of people making the case that things are changing a lot. And this could be the future, but there are a lot of jobs out there that you can't really do remotely. I mean, I know that like teachers, for example, have been doing remote learning as a last resort, but obviously it would be much easier for them to be in the classroom. How much of the workforce actually really can't work from home? Well, in the U.S., the most recent estimate we have from the National Bureau of Economic Research is 37% which is a pretty big number of people that cannot fully work remotely. And that number is even bigger in lower income economies than the U.S. So, you know, maybe in the U.S. there'll be a bigger transition to remote work than countries with less developing economies than the U.S. So based on your reporting, you've talked to a lot of different experts and a lot of them are saying, maybe work from home is not going to be a permanent solution, even though right now it seems very permanent for some people in companies. Like you said, some are offering work from home until the end of the year. Um, There are even some saying, well, we might be able to do it permanently. But as we move forward, do you see that we're going to return more to what we used to know? I, I think one important thing about the work from home transition is, first, a lot of people are finding it very successful. But what happened this time, it was a very quick transition, and it was caused by obviously a big public health crisis, followed by an economic crisis. And 
the effects that are in place now, we're not sure that they're going to last once things start to change. For example, a big pro of working from home is people say that workers are much more productive. One in three hiring managers found that productivity has increased just from the work from home move that was made during the pandemic. But the experts I talked to, specifically Jed Coco from Indeed, he said that this is probably not going to remain because when one company is in a survival mode, let's say, that many companies were during uh, the public uh, health crisis and they were uh, freezing hiring and they weren't really in that kind of growth period and they weren't hiring new people. So in that kind of atmosphere, it's easier to do remote work because there aren't that many new people. The people that already work there have been there for a while. So it's kind of easier to communicate. You don't necessarily have to train new people, get new people into the company. And sometimes this has brought more productive workforce. But once this changes, and yeah, and once this changes and the economy recovers and the company wants to grow, um, attain new talent, things will kind of change because it will be harder, especially for people who are just entering a new job. It's the hardest for them to just remote work. Right. I can imagine like, training for a new job that would be a lot harder getting to know your colleagues really well would be harder um, so you'd be at a disadvantage and i like the point of what you said about like in survival mode i wonder that productivity that was increased during the pandemic if also employees felt like i have to prove that i'm still productive in case they start laying off or there was a lot of uncertainty so maybe you had like that fear factor on the employee part So that's really, really interesting. What about things like, you know, are employees really set up to work from home permanently? How, like, that seems like we had to do it, but is that another challenge? Yeah, I think, again, coming from your point about people being more fearful, of course, they were, it was was kind of the mindset that it's something short term. Uh, What if people were afraid of maybe being laid off, seeing the unemployment rate in the U.S. and how many companies have actually cut their workforce. But this also came from the very quick transition from work home. For many people, I've heard stories of it, it happening from one day to another. So while you were working on in your office on Wednesday, Thursday, you were suddenly moved to an entirely different environment in your new home office. And for many people, home office brings a lot of new challenges. Like while working in our office, we have a very similar environment. I'm sitting on the same desk as you and we kind of have the same level of noise, uh, interactions with our people or people distracting us. In in our homes, it's very different because I don't know if someone has the possibility to get their own home office isolated from maybe their spouse, their children, that will likely lead to much higher productivity because you can have your own space where you can concentrate. While people who maybe live in, uh, for example, cities like New York where housing is uh, expensive and uh, space is a problem, not not having the chance to properly isolate, having people distract you throughout the whole time may lead to more unproductive work. And this kind of creates an unequal work experience for people that didn't really exist before with our 
normal commercial office. And yeah, just for some, the distraction at home may, may be worse than those than people that are homes. Right. And I feel like you would, would there be a challenge going forward if you decided I'm going to be work from home, but your other colleagues aren't. So they get more face time with the boss or with the clients. Does that also become a problem when it comes to this future from work from home? Yeah, I think just for now is a very unprecedented time where pretty much so many people are working from home and those kind of offices, everyone that could work from home is now working from home. So we're in a situation where the majority of your colleagues are working from home. The majority of your colleagues are working from home. So the whole idea of an in-person meeting is obviously not there just for the public health risk, but it's just much easier to get everyone together in a Zoom meeting. But after people start returning to the office, we'll slowly get back to those in-person meetings. And those people who maybe remain working remotely for a longer time, they may start missing out from all these informal interactions we have in the office, all these conversations we only have in person. And you may soon be the only person in the room who's joining a meeting remotely. And that may be a disadvantage if all your colleagues are in the room and having the same meeting in person. And by disadvantage, just meaning like for promotions or things like that, getting projects just because you're that FaceTime is so, in-person FaceTime is so important. For sure, yeah, for promotions, for connecting. I think one of the biggest issues the experts I talked to said that, especially for young people or people who are early in their careers, the problem is they don't know people at the company. And this kind of remote work environment is making it harder to network. And this makes it harder for promotions, maybe getting additional projects and all that. And some of the experiments we've seen with remote work, there is a really big experiment with a, a Chinese travel agency and people working from home for nine months while some of, some of their colleagues remain in their office. And there are many positive things out of it in terms of productivity uh, and job satisfaction. But when it comes to performance and promotion rate, uh, when it comes to promotion rate based on performance, it actually fell. So maybe remaining, maybe continuing to work remotely while your company, while your colleagues remain in the office, uh, may be bad in terms of your career growth. And what about from the employer side? Would they prefer work from home or would they prefer office or both? I mean, there is like the cost of a commercial office space, which maybe could come off their books or they could get a smaller space. But what are the reasons um, employers may prefer in-person versus work from home or vice versa? Uh, like just before the pandemic, work from home was kind of catered as a perk for employees. And generally, I think it's considered to be a good thing for the employees rather than employers. Because employers often find that when people work remotely, they're kind of harder to supervise and monitor. So obviously that may complicate the, the workflow and the process on the employer side. And now in with unemployment rate being in 13.3%, one of the highest since what, what we have their on record and since probably the Great Depression, companies will not be so keen on offering perks because the job market is not as tight as it was three months ago. <laughs> 
so there is really not that much need to do so much effort to attract new talent. Maybe there is still is in big tech companies, but for the rest of the companies, there isn't, you don't have to put that much effort to get high quality employees now. That's true. There's a lot of people looking for jobs and not a lot of jobs looking for them. Yeah. So one of the perks that you're talking, or you're talking how employees like it more than employers, right? And, and from my personal experience, there's, you know, you don't have to commute, so you kind of gain back that time, which you may even put towards working more. It's easier to keep my house clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, easier to make dinner. All those things get a little bit easier. So, and as a mom, too, I love the idea of having more flexibility from work from home. Did any of the experts you talked to talk about how maybe at least work from home might be in in the future, an option for more people? Because some businesses were less likely to offer that, even on like a one-off basis or temporarily. I think everyone I spoke to was, there is a point that remote work will grow for sure. It's not sure that it will be a permanent thing like Twitter and Facebook offer. Uh, that probably won't be as common, but I heard a lot of talk of people saying that maybe an option for one or two days will be much more common. Some of the data we have from Upwork is saying that much more hiring managers are open to it. So while we may not see the full shift to remote work and this being the future, we may see much more flexibility. And we can absolutely attribute that to the coronavirus pandemic in the future, especially for people, as you said, who are parents and uh, have much more responsibility uh, than maybe people who are just entering the job market. Yes, and I wonder if it would become less of a stigma going forward too, um, since everyone's gotten a taste of it, or we know how to do it a little bit better than before. Like we all know how to work the Zoom meeting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. I, I think an interesting uh, thing I read from Upwork is people find it much better than they expected, the transition to remote work. And it happened so quickly. And still, obviously, there are a lot of technical issues. Uh, you know, we've all had our struggles with Zoom meeting, muted microphones and all that. But <laughs> it's, you know, it's better than we expected. And I think employers for sure seeing that, that it's not that hard to move your workforce remotely, even if it's for just a few days of work uh, a week. So, yeah, so that's good news that we might have more flexibility with work from home options going forward, what other kind of benefits do you think employees have when it comes to work from home? So I've been a bit negative about working from home being the future, but I, I think we shouldn't forget to mention how many good things work from home is bringing to their employees. I think the three main things are employees being more productive, which as we say, with time, maybe it will go down, but still for many, it could be a more productive activity. Uh, a really important thing is it's often much better for your mental health, and there are many studies supporting that. And the other thing is lack of commute, which is something we really, all of us really appreciate. And going back to that um, study of the Chinese travel agency where people uh, were working remotely for nine months, they found that performance increased with 13%, which was partly driven because people were working more. 9% of this was, was driven because of that. 
but 4% were because people actually did more work because they were less attracted, uh, less distracted. And the working environment were more convenient and it was quieter than their office. So we should keep that in mind. And the other thing is workers also reported improved satisfaction and their attrition rate decreased. So we don't know if work from home will be the, the future and all that. For sure, there will be increase. But we have to, even maybe for ourselves, kind of reflect all the positives that work from home and remote work gave us throughout this old months. And maybe consider if this is the thing, the thing for us in the future. Right. And maybe it's, you know, maybe not, not for you right now, but maybe if it's an option 10 years later when you need it, that would work. Yeah, this is all very interesting. Thank you, Denitza, for joining us today on Money Honestly. And thanks for everyone for listening. Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. We'll see you next week. 